Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, December 2nd, 2022. Today on the Ether, the OmniFlix Network presents In the Studio, episode 29. Let's take a listen. Uh, welcome to In the Studio, number 29. And it is a beautiful, beautiful Friday, the first Friday of December. Gotta love it. And for all of you that are uh, bright and early this morning or are enjoying the tail end of your day, we welcome you back to Omniflix in the studio. Um, and I'm joined now by Super Arrow and by Tangled, who are... Uh, I think today's a big day, isn't it, Tangled? Massive day, massive day. Someone told me there's, a, there's a, something going on in the IBC world. I think there's everything going on in the IBC world. Ken, everything's going on today. Let's hear about it. Okay, well, thank you. Again, in the studio, episode 29. Thanks, OmniFlix and the Flix fam and the Flix crew. Uh, it's been the culmination of the last few months. Uh, a lot of feedback, a lot of prototyping, a lot of iteration, talking with the community. But we're finally here. 2nd of December, IBC game, volume two, OmniPhase, everything with an expanded lore, expanded game mechanics. Additional cards almost double the volume of the first season. We have brand new gaming materials. We have brand new sample decks. Uh, we have improved um, uh, cosmic cards, improved ultra cards. Everything across the board has been raised a notch. We've just turned the levers up on everything. Um, and hopefully we'll get more people into the space, playing the game, testing the game. You know, all the OGs that were there for season one, hopefully you can pad out your decks and strengthen your strategy with, with the variations available for volume two. For anybody that's trying to get into the game, I've increased the sample deck. So you're going to have a bit of season one. You're going to have a bit of season two. Um, you're going to have uh, utility cards from both. You're going to be able to try and play the game to the fullest extent with um, a full range of, uh, a, a strategic ability before you even buy anything just to get into the, the community. And um, so, you know, today it's a big day, the 2nd of, the De of December 2022. Uh, we've launched individual cards. Uh, unfortunately, there's a bit of complexity there in the background about how we're going to mint. So we've decided to just keep things simple. We're launching 50 starter decks. We're launching... Uh, we're listing immediately about 200 cards, which has a full range, uh, the full collection available. So anyone looking to to snipe some really powerful battle cards or utility cards better get on there in the next few days. Otherwise, I think a lot of the rare cards or a lot of the more OP cards are going to be taken off the market and you're going to have to be a bit more strategic in your acquisitions. 
Um, anyone that is looking to play the game, please join the Discord. Download your sample deck, download the game manual, and download your live score tool. The community is amazing. Everyone's willing to help you out and have some games. And I'll be running for December and January. I'm going to be running community challenge initiatives. So every single month, I have a community treasury. I have interplanetary battle cards, special NFTs. I have Omniflix special NFTs. So I got a shout out to the WOD squad. I have to shout out to uh, Women from Cosmos. Uh, and I also have to shout out to How Rare Is Your Cosmos? Because they have supplemented the IBC game community treasury vault of NFTs to support the ongoing gaming and incentivize the gaming. Um, and, you know, every month we're going to be doing raffle draws as long as you're involved, as long as you're playing, testing the game, giving me feedback. If you're competing against other people, other verified gamers, you know, uh, we're going to have NFT prizes and incentives for January and um, well, for December and January. And then the big months come in in February 2023. So we're looking at end of January, sometime in February 2023, we have the major championship, which is the OmniFaith Championship. Um, the specific details are not yet there. We're going to fine tune it as as we get through the holiday period, as everyone starts picking up towards the end of January. Um, we'll, we'll set out the specific date, but towards that, um, towards the end of January and February, we're going to have the championship. And at the moment, the, the baseline prize pool is 175 Osmo plus three ultras, which um, from previous seasons, even looking at the current floor prices, they're a minimum of 25 up to 50 Osmo. Um, so we're, we're really looking at at least almost 300 Osmo prize pool at a, at a base minimum. And quite often, a lot of the participants, a lot of the competitors are very generous and they donate their own tokens and they donate their own NFT. So we could have a really, really amazing OmniFace championship with a really deep prize pool. So, um, yeah, that's enough me talking. The, the launch is there. It's a strategy game. I've just launched and um, posted a tweet. It's, it's up there in the top there. You've shared by Super Error. Uh, that's the, the, the launch video. So check it out. It's got the full details there. It also enhances and kind of shows off the new artwork for Gen 2. The lore is expanded. The Flixverse. I've brought in six collaborators. Uh, we've been working hard. Collaboration. Shout out to uh, Women from Cosmos, the WOD squad, not NFTs before they you know, kind of split up. But either way, not NFTs, always. There's a Civilization SG, Viking Village, and also Diseased Humans. Um, it, you know, just collaborating with everyone, bringing their lore into the game, and um, hopefully Season 2 will be bigger and better than ever. So if you look back a year ago today, would you have thought that you would have had two successful uh, collections coming out uh, and your game has now become a reality? No, look, you know, if you look at 12 months ago, around this same time, I was sitting in my kitchen looking at my cat. And my cat was doing something weird with a shiny kind of um, Christmas bauble. <laughs> and, I was, yeah, just playing with this Christmas bauble or tinsel or something. And, um, and at the same time, I was thinking, like, what, 
what's the fuss about all these NFTs? Like I, I purchased a few NFTs on the Ethereum blockchain. I think it was on Wax. I, I purchased some Street Fighter NFTs and I didn't really understand what gave them the value. I would always see some of these NFTs just pumping, selling for, you know, uh, like 20, 30, 40 ETH for some reason. And I just couldn't understand why my NFTs weren't. So I thought, you know what, I'm, I just want to dive in, prepare my own collections and just see what it's all about. You know, not, I don't want to just read about it and, and make, have an opinion about it from the outside. I want to dive in and really, really get into it. So, yeah, I took a photo of my cat, turned it into a space cat, and that was, um, that was history. And now I'm here sitting with the OmniFlix crew, talking to you fine people. Uh, we're deep into season two, just dropping season two, a thousand NFTs, almost a thousand NFTs there floating around in the, um, in the OmniFlix marketplace. And, you know, in the background, obviously don't want to put any timeframes on it, don't want to put any expectations on it, but Sitsa and uh, Ken have already revealed it in previous studios, um, previous Twitter spaces that. You know, we're going to try to work on an app at some point. We're going to try to improve the delivery and the playability of IBC game and, and grow it even further with the implementation of a, uh, a web app interface at some point. So who knows? Like, it, uh, we won't put a time frame on it, but definitely there in the background. So, you know, every single aspect of this game is being improved by the community. It's being improved by... Um, the supporting developers, um, key stakeholders, OmniFlix, myself, just everyone's just contributing, uh, not just to this game, but also to the creators and everyone else around us. That's why I love this environment. You know, everyone's really trying to help each other build, and um, I can't thank everyone enough, and even everyone in this um, spaces, just uh, supporting the creators and, and just being involved. It's just, uh, it's, really, it's really good to be around this environment. And we're very thankful to have you in uh, in this environment, Tangled. Um, when you look at the collection that you launched in the first season versus now the second, what's the biggest difference? Yeah, so that was a, I think it was about two months of feedback for that, right? So we, the first season was really a proof of concept. IBC game season one was an idea in my mind. I prototyped it. I released it. I had no expectations. I just, I just wanted to release something that I created that I thought was amazing and, and I was happy with. And fortunately, it was picked up by a very passionate niche community. Um, and, and, you know, all the way up until the point we did the live grand finals. So if everyone hasn't yet seen the live grand finals between Cosmos Joe, who is now a, a truly verified uh, Cosmos meme god, uh, you know, if you're not picking up on the Joe activity uh, recently, you're not a true cosmonaut. But, you know, the grand finals was between Cosmos Joe and uh, Flix, right? Flix NZ. So, you know, that that was amazing in itself, seeing them play the game from different parts of the world, from New Zealand to the United States, playing it live stream. Sitzler, myself, were live commentating the entire thing. And after that, I sat back and I listened to what everyone said, you know, uh, feedback from you, Ken, feedback from Joran, from Scott, you know, from everyone that was saying, you know, the, test, the, the text that you used, it was cool, but it's really hard to read. 
the the size of the font that you used on the cards made it difficult while I was playing to read the actual scores. And sometimes an eight would look really difficult, you know, in like, um, so the comprehension and the text was difficult to read. The uh, resolution of the images, while it was nice and it was abstract, it was really hard to to see. It was hard to appreciate the art to the full extent because it was not as high resolution. So, you know, for season two, I took on board all the feedback, everything that the community provided, and I threw out everything. I prototyped probably 50 different versions of the um, the new template, the new card, the new color scheme. Try to adopt a little bit of the OmniFlix color scheme, but not copy it directly. Um, in terms of the artwork, I had to elevate that, and I couldn't just rely on what I did before. So we had to really boost it up and start exploring different AI methodologies. I had to start use, using different layers, different special effects, different blending techniques. It was, I, I raised every level. I worked 10 times harder for volume two and I collaborated with uh, um, amazing artists that taught me a lot of things. And, you know, every single day, it's just like a feedback loop, just trying to re- reiterate, innovate, and um, just keep making it better. So that's that's the name of the game, right? You just you have to keep pushing, you have to keep building, and you have to keep improving. Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so now, would, if you look at the artwork, which one would you call the official first edition Charizard of this of this game? <laughs> that's not for me to say. All right. So. I think the you know just for everyone in the audience listening now we have your the the cards are separated in in various categories so you have battle cards you have utility cards you have cosmic cards and you have ultra cards each one of those uh is more rare than the other and they have different utilities they have different uses but as an ultimate if we're talking about Charizard we're talking about the metallics the rares the ultras are hands down the most rare one for one MP4s, special effects, sound, audio, visual. It's a short film in a card. You're not going to get much more rare than that. It, you know, there's only going to be a few um, ultras at any during any season of IBC game, and anyone holding it is unlocks God mode in in the game. So um, I think the ultras are always going to be rare. But in terms of the the fan favorites, you could say, the community vote, uh, the ones that the community aligns with. I think the collaboration NFTs are going to be a big hit, you know, because we're extracting the law and interpreting the artwork into the IBC game space. I think, I'm not sure if you've seen, but some really early favorites are uh, Women from Cosmos, you know, the, the, um, the, there's three at the moment, Nicks of the Night, uh, there's the Evolved Hunter, uh, Zendaya, and um, there's Bear. There's a, there's the Bear movements as well, um, and then also Knots. The the Knots NFT. Even though uh, I think we've seen a closing of the Knots NFT legacy, and a moving on to different projects. Um, this is probably the last authorized or last endorsed project that's going to utilize the knots nft law and the artwork so possibly the meganot and the final form meganot is going to be a, a really nice one to have in in, in the wallet so but i look I, all the cards 
even if they're not listed, you'll be able to see the entire collection and you'll see every single card has so much thought into it. You know, there's a huge orientation of the, a large proportion of the cards that I made for this season relate to the Flixverse. So if anyone in this chat knows anything about the Flixverse, I think you're going to find a lot of value in scrolling through those cards. You're going to see proof of attendance, you know, POAPs. Um, you're going to see auctions. You're going to see references to, you know, Adam 2.0. It's, it's again, a story about the, the cosmos. Um, there's even artwork that I did in there that talks about StreamSwap and, and the potential Flix token and a lot of the things that they're doing, you know, in the liquidity lab. And so, yeah, I think I can't say exactly which one's going to be the, the ultimate collector's card, but I think the community will be able to um, decide that for themselves. And is every deck, if you buy a deck this season, are you guaranteed to get a Cosmic card? Or, and do you have the opportunity to get an Ultra card, or are the Ultra ones just going to be sold individually? Or one? Yeah, so, so again, that's the benefit of getting a starter deck, is you're going to get a massive discount instead of buying the cards yourself, because each card um, is five Osmo each if you buy them individually. A Cosmic card is 20 Osmo if you bought them individually. And if you buy a starter deck, you're going to get 13 cards. So that's nine battle cards, three utilities, and a cosmic guaranteed in every deck uh, for 50 Osmo. So you're getting a huge discount if you buy the starter deck. But if you want to pad out and supplement your deck from a strategic perspective, you can also get individual cards. Uh, and that'll also be very useful, particularly for the competitive gamers. But I'm not selling the cosmics. Um, on the on the market, I'm not minting them as individuals. the The remaining cosmic cards are going to be part of the vault, and they're going to go towards community competitions. They're going to go to championships, and you know, it's not just going to be anyone that just buys them. You know, I want to limit. Um, I want to limit the ability to just buy out and become uh, have the most powerful deck. You know, I want the ability for the community to randomly have very powerful cards. I want the ability for community to run competitions and any, anyone that uh, wins these minor competitions has, um, is rewarded with uh, some of the more powerful cards in terms of in-game utility. So um, I think purely from a, a buyer's perspective, if you want to just jump in, I think that the, the first place you go is a starter deck. Consider getting a starter deck if you want to play the game. And then after that, you move on to the individual cards and try to really think strategically about how you want to create your optimal deck. And then keep an eye out over the next week because the ultras are going to be completely different. I have six ultra NFTs, rare one of one uh, MP4 with sound, with special effects. Um, they're very unique in terms of the IBC game. Um, three of those are reserved for the championship. Uh, the championship that's going to be in January, February 2023. Um, I always want to do that to make sure that, you know, champions of the game, people that are really putting in the work and, and getting the results, they're getting the prizes, right? There's like an incentive to be highly competitive. But at the same time, half of the uh, ultras, the, there's three that I'm going to put up and utilize the auction function. So um, auctions have just come on. I really want to highlight the um, facility and, and the new um, 
mechanisms that are available on Omniflix. So we're going to utilize three ultras and put them out to the community. Uh, we're just going to start them off at five Osmo, just like all the other cards. And it's up to the community to bid for them and determine the price. There's no minimum reserve. You know, I'm not going to start off at a, uh, at a crazy high inflated price. It's up to the community. So you can score yourself a rare one of one ultra that way. Um, and if you're very careful and if luck runs your way, you know, it might not be a really high bidding event. But fingers crossed that, you know, fingers crossed that there's enough interest that we get a reasonable activity on the auctions because we really want to see a good auction um, and, and really, really utilize that new mechanism on OmniFlix Marketplace. See, the, the difference, though, is you know, even in a bear market, people need an escape, and you provide an escape with the game. Um, so yeah, I think they'll sell out very quickly. But the, um, the question that I wanted to ask you for the game itself, um, for the community competitions, when you, uh, are, are those going to be like, uh, organized by you, or are they going to be uh, organized like, organically through the community? Yeah, so as you've seen, I have a, a range of different initiatives. So each month, as a bare minimum, if anyone's in the channel, if, the, if they're in the Discord, whether you own a verified deck, whether you're a verified gamer or you're just a new uh, player trying to enter in and using the free-to-play decks, as long as you're recording your games, as long as you're, you're actively engaged in the community, your name is going to be recorded for a monthly NFT draw, right? So if you're verified, you're likely going to be getting a really good um, IBC game vaulted NFT. If you're not a verified um, gamer, you're still going to get an amazing NFT from the Omniflix marketplace, whether it's uh, How Rare Your Cosmos, whether it's Wad Squad, whether it's one of my other NFTs from Gen 1. You know, you're, there is still a benefit there. But in terms of uh, alternative ways that the community can get involved. I also have the uh, community competition support campaign. So if anyone wants to run their own competition, all they have to do is apply to me. And if they have at least four players um, locked in and confirmed in a double elimination bracket in the normal uh, tournament protocol uh, methodology that I use, so if, as long as they use challenge or a similar double elimination bracket system, and they show me that there's at least four players competing in this community competition, they can apply to me for some to, to get access to some of the vaulted IBC game NFTs. So more than happy, as long as it's a trusted, verified IBC gamer and there's verified uh, participants to a community competition, they can apply to me, Tangled Cosmonaut, and um, I'm more than happy to support community-run competitions, even with my own tokens, just to help stimulate that environment and um, really just get people enjoying the game and, and, and running it themselves. Because I think, um, you know, it's just, just a little bit of encouragement and, and to help them uh, get organized. And um, hopefully we see a lot more of that activity, some community-oriented uh, tournaments. Maybe you can run some, Ken. I, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that maybe maybe I will. I think I will. We'll have a special Omniflix tournament, and uh, we will see uh, how many people we can get in that. How many how many uh, people have full decks that they've bought 
in total? Like, how many individual IBC gamers are there right now that have played in tournament play? So, in the two, so we've had a major tournament and we've had a few community tournaments. So, from the very commencement, you're probably looking at between 25 to 30 uh, full uh, full IBC game starter deck owners that participated 30, in the competition. Right? There were 30, 30 decks in total? Yeah, so there was 30 decks in total uh, from the original Gen 1, but I think that a few people own two decks. So you're probably looking between 25 to 30 um, people um, but there are a whole range of people that have purchased decks and then then they're not playing. I think they've purchased the decks purely just to collect or from an investment perspective, or they weren't able to play because they didn't have enough time. So I've tried to increase the number of starter decks for season two. So we we have at least fifty this time. Uh, so at, uh, hopefully everyone can at least get one deck, and then there's enough supplementary cards. Uh, in in the marketplace to to pad out your optimal uh, competition deck. I think Super Air has got his hand up there. Thank you. Hi, hi, Tangle, and congratulations for the launch of the second uh, phase uh, NFTs. Well, the reason I raised my hand was because I realized that it's been half an hour, and I wanted to just mention something uh, before for the participants here. Yep. Okay. So uh, you know. I, I was so happy when I got the drop of uh, an NFT which was uh, dedicated to me as an originator, and thank you for that. And even today, when I saw that tweet uh, that uh, the the individual cards and the decks are live, I wanted to check the collection and do something for the community. So I collected the first NFT from Phase Two, which is a Mega Knot. And it's now has been put up on the auctions for five Osmos. Again, I did not want it to do anything less or more uh, because you know the collection is weighted at five Osmos. And uh, now that card is on auctions on mainnet. Auctions on mainnet, which is also the secret word for claiming your proof of presence NFTs for the space. Thank you, Super. That was very kind of you. Thank you. Thank you for the time. Of course. You'll be back shortly, I hope. Um, so, Tangled, at this rate, <clears throat> so we've, <clears throat> excuse me, we've gone from 30 to 50, and possibly by 2024, we'll need some mass production. Yeah, look, at the moment, it's obviously me. I'm a solo artist. I'm think, I think I've reached the absolute ma maximum capacity of what I'm capable of doing, unless I quit my, my job in real life, you know. I think I've really um, I've done everything I possibly can. I've, I've tweaked, I've prototyped, I've, I've tweaked uh, and created the new manuals. I've worked with you guys in the background. I've... I've plan the strategy i've worked with wild developer and i have to shout out to wild developer too he's just absolutely incredible he's been on point any any mistakes any little intricacies he's always he's always got attention to detail you know a lot of the nft um the nfts that we've created people might not uh appreciate the complexity that we've built into the attributes um 
in there but you know every little detail every little intricacy while developer is on the on the ball so um like i don't want to i don't want him to disappear and get too busy because then i don't get to use him but if anyone is looking for a developer to support them in in minting and running scripts and doing some innovative stuff in the nft game make sure you reach out to wild developer because he's he's absolutely 100 percent Thank you for that, Tangled. And uh, Sefi, um, did you have a question or did you have something you wanted to add? Oh, hey, guys. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. I came in a little bit in the latter half here. Uh, maybe I could ask something a little different direction here. Um, what do you guys think about the use of uh, NFT data um, to like play? games with nfts on other cosmos chains so for example um let's say there's an nft project on omniflix is there a scope to be able to produce like uh a game on a, or components of games on totally different chains and then use those nfts to um sort of like uh as game pieces on on different chains does that make any sense yes it does and that, that is that is in the works um right now we don't have the ability to swap nfts from say um you know uh, an nft marketplace like hoppers which is on juno versus ours or even stargaze to ours at this point um and i think uh, sometimes well, I, was, you... I wasn't think, i wasn't thinking so much of swapping them it was more well, so utilize uh, them in the different world you yeah might, right? you 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 can connect like so Let's say you have a cross-chain DAP, um, and it could read the Omniflix chain and verify, you know, because of your wallet connection, that you have certain NFTs on a different chain, and then you can use them for, you know, like let's say, I don't know, let's say there's NFTs sold on like, you know, half dozen Cosmos chains. You could maybe create a game that, or some other application that incorporates those, and like puts them together. Does that make sense? Like I. I'm just wondering, like, what kind of possibilities there might be for, like, cross-chain, um, like, the more connections you create, um, the more incentive there are, there is for Cosmos chains to sort of work together uh, to produce a bigger whole. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. Um, I mean, we've I've talked to people that um, you know that that want to say, for example, take a piece of art that an Omniflix artist has made and then bring it into, say, um, you know, their game on Juno and have that um, that NFT from Omniflix give you know additional benefits to the player on the Juno chain. But for that to be feasible, there needs to be interoperability between the chains for the NFTs to be able to be read by both sides. So that um, that's something that we will hopefully have uh, in place by you know, in the first half of next year um, across the IPC, hopefully. Yeah, I think just from my perspective, you know, I come from an esports background and um, quite often there's a lot of criticisms about Web3 gaming interoperability and, and you know, just purely from the gaming perspective and, and trying to utilize things cross-chain. And part of me always thinks if, if, it's, if it's needed and if it's organically required in the context of what you're doing, it'll probably be, someone will probably do it. 
right? Like if, if the idea, if it's not so much of an idea and trying to utilize a technology versus if you have a game and say, just again, like narrowing it down to something like IBC game where it's originated on the Omniflix chain, when they unlock interoperability and you can utilize uh, other chain NFTs in the same way, say in a kind of um, multi, multi-chain um, DAP that can use all the different types of uh, NFTs created for IBC game on different chains, you could have like a almost like a cross-chain competition where you have the Juno collections versus the Omniflix collections versus the Osmosis collections and the Hoppers collections and almost have like kind of factions cross chains and seeing which collections were, you know, it's like, I think it's more about when it, when is it natural to utilize the technology? And then I think it'll become, um, it'll be a more relevant question. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's more where I come from is if it's needed uh, and it makes sense, then probably we'll, we'll probably use it. Yeah, I mean, from what from what I uh, hear through the grapevine, it, it's going to be easier or faster uh, for actually for us to be able to sw- uh, swap NFTs from say EVM uh, based chains to to and from Cosmos than it will be to do it within the IBC at, at scale. Uh, is is what I'm under the impression of. And correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. Um, but have you, got, have you guys heard if these kinds of upgrades are going to be something that just requires some sort of like NFT module implementation, or is it more like you have to have some major Cosmwasm uh, upgrade for each chain, and all of them have to stay compatible for all the NFTs to work together? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, I know we're, you know, I know we have working groups with. Uh, you know, a handful of different communities that are either working on bridges or are working on uh, just, you know, general, uh, well, with respect to like Evmos and and communities like that, where their focus is obviously to bridge the two gaps. And then you have uh, communities like Squid and others that are, um, you know, working with uh, Axler to do uh, a a lot of those things. So it, it just, I think it depends on which, one gets there first and you'll have uh you know if that one works then everyone will probably jump on that first and and that's that that'll be the one but uh, i think it depends on which community gets to the you know to the to the mecca first anybody have anything they want to add to that yeah look i i can't add anything from a technical perspective i'm i'm a bit too uh, rudimentary for that but Again, when we're when we're talking about gaming, I like to. I there has been a lot of blowback, particularly around my local area, when it comes to gaming. Um, people often people often mix up consonomics, play to earn, and a lot of those like concepts that turn people away from traditional gaming, and and I think. Um, one of the things that I'm going to try to do and hopefully I'm achieving it is trying to focus on adoption because the game is fun, right? 
I, I want to create something and hopefully I can continue to build IBC and the IBC game in the right way that people that purchasing the NFTs and, and maybe utilizing things like cross-chain uh, interoperability or anything like that, all the other technology is more seamless. It's, it's in the background, but the main reason why they participate uh, is to play the game because the game is fun. And I think that once that starts happening uh, in the ecosystem, uh, I think that's when I guess a wider, wider adoption will start coming in. I don't think that's directly relevant to your question, but, it's just something I wanted to point out. Hopefully that answered your question, Sefi. Um, and we also have up here uh, women from Cosmos. Maria, uh, how are you today? Sandy, how are you today? Hi, everyone. Uh, sorry about the music in the background. I'm just uh, in the middle of the gym, but I wanted to come here to... Uh, my gosh, the music. Uh, to congratulate uh, Tangle because uh, of... It's great launching. Uh, we had a collab with him in this version two game. I'm so excited about it. Like we've been the community waiting for today to come. So yeah. And uh, you still owe me a game, uh, Maria. We gotta play. We gotta play a game uh, very soon. Yeah, but without any share, okay, as you mentioned. <laughs> but yes, I'm more than ready, you know, with these new cards. I feel, you know, powerful. <laughs> I hope I can win at least once. But definitely I'm letting everyone know that the game is so fun to play. Even if you are, you know, a newbie like myself, like I never win once, but I'm still playing anyway because I'm having so much fun. Yeah, I I didn't. It takes a couple games for you to get the hang of it, because then you'll once you get to know your cards, then you can start making a strategy around it, and that's when it gets fun. Uh, you know, and like I I won my first game, the the last little uh, best of three that I had, and every game that I played, I was within like striking distance, and if I wouldn't have screwed up and played the wrong card, the wrong the or the right card the wrong way. I would have probably won that two out of three and made it to the next round, but you, you live and you learn. And there's like a, there's a little bit of a learning curve, but that's, you know, it's like, if you, if there's no learning curve, then what fun is it? If it's, that just means that it's like, it's easy and it's just, it's plain. Uh, so here you have something that you can, you can like strategize and you can put uh, some thought into it. And it's always, it's like, it's almost like, uh, like chess in the form of a card game. Yeah, absolutely. And um, now with the option of, you know, like buying single cards, which I'm going to do shopping as soon as I arrive home, it's like you can actually prepare your desire, you know, a deck to play with. So I'm so happy about that. Absolutely. And Sandy, how are you on this lovely Friday? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be. I'm Sandy Toes and I'm a happy part of omniflix and the bigger cosmos ecosystem congratulations tangled i think games are like the best way to get people interested in blockchain technology and nfts in general i am an owner of a it, it's a i bought it on the what was it um secret network it's a raccoon i'm part of the raccoon uh, game and you know what they're awesome it's such a fun gaming community. And, um, and, and one of the amazing things 
to resolve our technical wants and desires is when I went to Cosmoverse, there were so many different blockchains and so many different developers and, 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 and you know, like, like, like the brain factor was huge. And so when you have a situation like that and you've got artists and um, developers and, and, and the technical people like that, magic happens. So these things that we want, we're, we're going to get to these things. And like you said, Tangled, I think it's going to be um, organic. Um, it will come into being. And, um, and the other thing I'm really just super excited about is just being part of the Cosmos ecosystem. You know, it, it feels like a big family. You know, like, like we use the words uh, interchain operability. You know, like those are magic words. If people actually know what that means, it, it's like, holy cow. Or like IBC, you know, we, we throw those words around and a lot of people don't know what those words mean. Because now if you hang out with other people in other blockchains, they're just, you know, like a lot of my friends are Tezos Maxis. They've made it on the Tezos blockchain and that's it. And they just can't see beyond that. But then there are other people who understand the bigger picture of what's going on in crypto and um, within the Cosmos ecosystem. So I'm also really happy with what the people in Omniflix are doing for us because to have these holiday special events, by the way, this past, the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, we actually did more sales of the fantastic animals than the entire time since we've been in Mint. So whatever happened that weekend was incredible for us. We do have another collection that dropped, uh, on Ethereum, the Fantasticals made it to Ethereum blockchain. It's a collection of nine artists, Lucid and I, and this was mostly Lucid's doing, by the way. He is an incredible community builder because he is actually the one who got everybody together. He's quiet, he doesn't say a lot, but oh boy, that man, he's an incredible community builder. He's so wise. And we actually made history with this Ethereum drop because you know what? It was a blind mint. And if you minted nine in a row, you got one from each artist. We had another blind mint with these robot things that we did. And that wasn't in that. So people who wanted to get one from each artist, you know, there was no way. But so in this particular drop, I don't think anybody else on Ethereum has done that where um, it's lined up where you can get nine in a row from each artist. And then you can name them. So once you get your fantastical, uh, you could reach out to Lucid and he will go update the metadata. So a lot is changing in the technology of NFTs. And I have a feeling that Ethereum and Tezos, all these other blockchains within my lifetime, we will all be able to uh, look at all our NFTs through these because it's just, the, the system's just developing so fast. Every time I wake up, there's new developments, something new is going on, and everybody's doing this. And I don't think anybody's done what Lucid has done with regards to the technology of making a mint. Please let me know if anybody has. And I'm a historiographer. I've got a new position, and I'm going to do what I'm doing for Omniflix, I hope. So the Tezos people, uh, Tez Town has asked me to do these monthly art reviews. Because a year ago, we weren't really doing spaces. A lot of people have collected art. So for the Tezos people, I'm going to be doing this monthly art review. And I think we could have a similar kind of thing for Omniflix and Cosmos, where we can just review projects and NFTs. So somewhere down the line, I hope to do that 
in the Cosmos ecosystem. Thank you very much. Congratulations, Tangled, and congratulations, women from Cosmos doing this um, collaboration. That's what it's about, and I'm happy to be a part of you. And uh, and uh, by the way, it's the holiday season. I hope we have another fun holiday event with Omni. Oh, don't we got to do this something works. what we did. We, we got to do it. Don't worry. There's there's something in the works. You're going to love it. You will. You are going to love it. We got a couple of cool uh, little campaigns coming out very soon. Um, now, also, you uh, mentioned that the the initiative over the weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, was a big success. So we'll tip the cap to the Flix fanatics for that one. Um, Super Era. Speaking of which, a uh, good segue for you to come back on here and uh, share some Flix fanatics updates and to take a bow for the Flix fanatics for, uh, Flix fanatics over Mintfest. Thank you. All right. Yes. So even we were very excited about the Mintfest, uh, and I think it went quite well with the way you know, our collectors were ready to mint. And I could see that there were some wallets who minted on each of those days, all the five days, and got five thank you NFTs. And at end of the campaign, we then selected three random winners who were rewarded with 10 Osmos each. And like I mentioned, we will be continuing with some more campaign for all the holidays which are coming up. So look forward for those. Uh, in terms of Flix Fanatics activities, I suppose uh, mostly the ones I want to highlight, the three major ones I want to highlight are the Flixverse. Everything is about probably about auctions now. So yeah, the Flixverse was uh, where we asked our Flix fam what collections they're looking forward to collect through auctions. This was on Monday when the auction was not live yet. It was about to go live. And uh, we we had that campaign live by then. As soon as the, the Flix no, Mintfest ended, we launched the Flixverse. So Flixam has something to look forward to always with us. And even for the Flix Quest, which we started yesterday, you have to bid for an for an NFT and win the auction through the auctions mode on our marketplace. And uh, exactly, that's our, that's probably one more reason that you could uh, probably take a look at the. NFT even I have placed uh, for not the first NFT which was collected from Tangle's collection and it's been placed in auction for five Osmos. And uh, once you are able to win those, then you also become uh, eligible for the Flix Quest. Now, few more things about the auctions is that to, to celebrate uh, the auctions uh, on mainnet, Auctions on mainnet. This is a secret word for claiming that today's uh, proof of presence NFTs too from the interactive uh, website alpha.omniflix.tv. I'll mention again auctions on mainnet. So to celebrate that, the team launched a special collection of 10 OG collectors NFT. And those were. Uh, Started, those started as low as $1 or even less than that. And uh, it's been going on. People, people are looking forward to get one of those. And I can see it's been now Friday. It's been now two days. It's still going on. And I hope that someone soon will win one of those NFTs. 
and uh, be able to boost about because there are only going to be 10 of those, not more than that. That is a special collection to celebrate the start of auctions on Omniflex and there will only be 10 NFTs to celebrate those. And uh, it was started with less than a dollar, but now I suppose it's uh, quite around about 20X from there, 15 or 20X from there. And people are still bidding for those. The third thing, uh, Flix Fanatics, what we started is that, uh, and again, this is again a request for people who are uh, here in the space to also let their friends know. The people who had participated in our lucky draw at Cosmoverse, Metlin, we have started distribution of NFTs for the winners of the lucky draw. We have reached out to some of the winners. Some of those, probably the, the IDs which were given either was not active or might have changed. So um, we have even posted a tweet inviting all the winners of Cosmoverse to reach out to Flix Fanatics through DM on Twitter or uh, give a mention on our Omniflix chat. We have the list. We will, once you will message us, we will just compare it with the list. And if you are one of the winners, you will be receiving an NFT from us. And those will be one of the commercial NFTs which are listed and are tradable on Omniflix marketplace. These were basically what Flix Analytics were up to. The last thing what we did was that uh, we have just published an article yesterday uh, on our blog, Flix Fanatics blog, which is mirror.xyz slash flixfanatics.eth. And it's about all different kinds of NFTs that Omniflix Marketplace has. There are 11 different kinds of NFTs which we have. And uh, well, I suppose now there's so much to speak about. Um, uh, probably with, with the auctions, I suppose very few people realize this, that Omniflix Marketplace is now the first marketplace in Cosmos ecosystem to have NFTs listed via auctions in Atom, Juno, Osmo, Huawa, all the major Osmos tokens. So that is again, something to celebrate and uh, I invite each one of you to do test uh, auctions, whether you're a collector or whether you're a creator. Probably if you're a creator, place some of your NFTs via auctions and see how the response is. And uh, that can probably even help you to uh, you know, have a prize for uh, some of the events which we have or probably our next collection. And this is also a good way to probably you know, post some NFTs there and also tweet about those and uh, promote your NFT collection. Thank you. Hey, super, super. We also, yes. got to, we also got to discuss these very quiet updates that were made to the marketplace over the last couple of weeks in terms of the UI and layout and design. Um, how do you feel about the, up, the updates to the marketplace? Well, I feel good. I mean, uh, no, personally, uh, I've shared this even before. I have a lot of NFTs uh, in my wallet. Uh, right now, if I'm checking, I have around about 173 NFTs on my one on my main wallet I, I won't yet talk about my other wallets yet so uh this was easy now the because, uh, sorry the secret wallets of super era <laughs> all right so uh yeah of course so um so no uh it kind of it 
it visually it's much better after the upgrades uh, the way i'm able to list and delist it it is happening a tad faster than before and uh, now i have more options so no uh, i i love to trade nfts i love some there are some special nfts which i have to have there has been some nfts which has been given to me by the creators and i definitely make sure that i i keep it keep those i don't you know trade those but most of the nfts i collect i trade it so it's easier for me now to see which nfts are uh, you know being placed on through bidding and now i have more options i can either post it through a uh, click now or through auctions and uh, probably will even as a flix fanatic help me to gauge about uh, which nfts are selling faster through auctions which nfts are selling faster through the you know collect now more and uh, probably provide that data to the team or the to the creator and uh, make it better for everyone absolutely thank you super and uh, did you have anything that you wanted to uh, ask tangled about the ibc game uh yeah maybe yes uh okay so yeah tangled i've gone through the collection and that's how i probably uh, no i wanted to pick up one of the nft and while i was scrolling through the collections I, of course i i stopped at originator because that uh, was uh, no uh, dedicated to me so thank you and then i finally uh, no settled on meganaut sorry not meganaut finally settled on the wait meganaut yeah meganaut 2.0 nft so there there is no cosmic nft is there right uh, it will only be available through the deck which is 50 osmo and for 50 osmo you're getting 13 nfts is that right yes that's that's correct super era you are getting 13 NF- nfts you're getting nine battle cards three utility cards and one osmo so if you add all of them up you know you have your 12 by 5 osmo and then the cosmic uh the cosmic card is based on gen 1 is about right. 20 osmo so right. yeah a substantial discount absolutely so i suppose this is an alpha for everyone who are present here to make sure that uh, you collect the deck before it sells out and uh, well tangle you know i i am not a gamer for uh, for certain reasons I, i i probably do not even have time but uh, i'm even in my real life i'm not much of a gamer as such but i love the artwork i have collected even in the first phase and even in now and probably i might even want to have some of the giveaways i will probably get one or two of those and give away to people who are interested in playing and making the best use of those nfts uh i i was just thinking maybe maybe this might or might not make sense but How will the gamers be able to use their phase 1 cards uh, once this is released will the new game only include the cards from this phase or even from the previous one Yeah so we definitely didn't want to dilute or affect the original cards so um gen 1 gen 2 work with each other the only complexity is if uh, at the point that we're trying to implement a an a gaming app so ibcg app that's when things become complicated and the way to ensure that gen 1 and gen 2 work with each other uh, i think there's going to be a lot more thinking that has to go into it but for current purposes for the competition the rule book and everything still contemplates gen 1 so 
the optimal okay. deck might not might not be a Gen two only deck. You might have a bit of Gen one, a bit of Gen two. I think the players are really going to explore that. And uh, have you have you considered this? Probably you know uh, since I could see that the stats are even built uh, all quite similarly, but there there is a difference in the way it 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 shows up. So probably uh, no, I I know that when I bought the deck on the phase one. I was supposed to send it across, probably get it burned, and then get the NFTs. So probably, have you considered probably uh, having an option to burn the phase one NFTs and having a similar, uh, you know, uh, phase two NFTs with with similar stats is what I meant. And uh, that probably will be, you know, denoting that these cards were received by burning phase one. So you have a single then collection of uh, all the cards in the phase two for the gamers or probably have have in such a way that like like me who who liked your career creation and wanted to buy the nfts for the purpose of yeah either investment or probably to have one of those to want to own one of those to probably have the phase one rule out for for people who want to just collect those nfts and uh, phase two for the gamers yeah, so look, I think from from my perspective, I really wanted to crystallize Gen 1. You know, I didn't want to uh, turn it into something that disappeared and became irrelevant. So I still think that there is use and life in Gen 1, and there's going to be, um, I think from a gaming perspective, the the players themselves will find ways to utilize gen one and over time if if it becomes less compatible or or less useful um then i think organically through time i'll just allow that to happen like i'm not actively um trying to come up with a a a regime or a program that allows you to kind of burn the gen ones and i don't even I really don't even own any more of the Gen ones. I think the 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 individual cards and the starter decks or the pre-sale decks, as it was for Gen one, I think they're they're all community owned, and I only really own a couple more that were given back to me, that were donated back to me by some of the community members to put into the IBC community vault for giveaways and initiatives. So, I think for now, for the for current purposes, there's nothing stopping Gen 1 from being used. I think there are a couple of cards there that, in combination with the Gen 2, can really provide some potent strategic gameplay. Um, but I think over the next couple of couple of months, we're going to really see the new mechanics of Gen 2 being tested. Uh, there's a more consistent uh, explanation, a more consistent rule set for the utilities. Uh, everyone's got a, the consistent cheat sheet. Uh, it's easier to apply, I think, the new utilities. And so I guess, again, from in the game, in the game perspective, I think that Gen 1, Gen 2 is still relevant. From a collector's perspective, I think Gen 1 is going to be, I think, long term. I think Gen 1 is may be one of those things that people look at as a historic OG kind of piece collection the one that started all the origin series you know and that that's what it could turn into so yeah it would be quite a shame to provide a, a an incentive to burn those and then down the track there's only a couple left that 
can uh, you can look at to to reflect on what was happening in the in the ecosystem because again remember the way that i generate the law and the way that i expand this universe that is the ibc it's the interplanetary battle cars it's the interblockchain it's the ibc game you know it's 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 the cosmos and every single generation every single collection that i've made at least up to date reflects a lot of the happenings that's going on right now um so yeah it would be a shame i think in my in from a collector's perspective and from a creator's perspective it would be a shame to see that history burnt away got it makes sense thank you for answering my questions and best of luck thanks ken thank over you. to you we have a Big day for the IBC game today, man. And I am in the process of buying up the uh, good cards before, uh, you know, before other people get to them because I see the. Uh, I, I actually bought like four utility cards before I realized that there were all of the battle cards soon to come, because uh, they're all laid out in the order, I guess, that they're input into the system. So. I just bought like four utility cards because I just thought the design was so fucking cool. Uh, sorry. So, so damn cool. Uh, and now I sit here and I'm like, wait a minute. I just bought, um, I bought a bunch of cards that I can't use all of them in the same game. So and now I now at least have, have a, a deep deck. I have a question. Um, technical help. It says out of gas in location, right per bike, gas wanted like a bunch of money gas used and then yeah. Oh, yeah i was getting that well, just now i didn't what's I didn't happening to me uh-oh well well that's nothing that's just that there are more people who are using the marketplace right now so when you would be placing the next uh, order for a while just uh, increase the gas uh, probably just add a zero to the gas and uh, it will go through Oh, thank oh, you so much. I love you for helping me because I don't want him to buy all the cards. I'm <laughs> I, I, I got that message like five times. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's Osmo in here. I even put more Osmo. because Okay, so I'm not being dyslexic. Just raise the gas. Did you hear that, people? Raise the gas. And then you get ahead of the line. Is that like tipping? Is that kind of like when you go to the restaurant, you tip to get a better table so you move up? And you don't sit by the kitchen door. Is that how that is? Uh, or, or the bathroom door. You don't want to sit by the bathroom door either. No, probably that's something I'm very happy about. Uh, you're in Asian countries that uh, we, when we go to a restaurant, we normally will choose the table we sit on. So we don't have to worry about, uh, we, we can choose it wherever you want to sit. It's okay. But I've heard that, yeah, I've seen, uh, you know, where, where you go to restaurants in some countries and uh, the would uh, the waiter would tell you where to sit. And that's okay. That's a bit Yeah, all you got to do is say, hey, you know what? We don't like this table. There's too much wind coming in. There's too much, uh, the draft is too much. And my food's going to get cold. So let's move. You, know, you, you slip them a five and you're good. Okay. Uh, oh, that, was a, that was a joke, super rare. But it's... Uh, um, yeah, the increasing of the gas uh, w was successful, it looks like. So that works. Thank you for that, Super Era. I think Ken is now busy collecting some NFTs. So. <laughs> <laughs> <You're not. laughs> 
But make sure that you guys, uh, after the space, uh, do come to Alpha on Omniflix.tv and do participate in uh, claiming the proof of presence NFT. The secret word again is auctions on mainnet. It's not auction, 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 or bid, 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 or auction on testnet. Des These are the four options I have given. And uh, just you will be having your proof of presence NFTs in a few days. Wait, say Can the word me? again. Just say the word. You said all the auction words, and I forgot what. On mainnet. You. The secret word is auctions on mainnet. Mainnet, got it. And I did <laughs> successfully purchase this beautiful, beautiful card. And I'm going to go post about it. You guys, what a great space this is. I love you so much. And um, happy December, everybody. This is like the magic month. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Oh, yeah, we can. hear you now. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> I literally uh, just retweeted into the space. Can you hear me? Uh, I thought somebody couldn't hear me. So that's well, that's wonderful. I'm glad that I'm glad that I'm that I'm heard. Um, does anybody else? Uh, I see we got Bushido Brown in the crowd over there. Uh, if you want to come up and talk about IBC, love to hear from you. Cosmos Joe, uh, if you got any, I uh, hope you're feeling better, by the way. And if you have anything you want to add about the uh, IBC game, love to hear from the real Joe, uh, not the, um, I feel like the Joe thing is now like a, uh, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? We've got the real Joe in here now. Uh, so No way. The real Joe. Oh my gosh, please. We, we, we're confused. We don't even know who the real Joe is. Everybody's a Joe now. <laughs> Well, if you want to make sure that everybody knows who the real Joe is, Joe, feel free. The invite is in your uh, is in your inbox. And if anybody else has anything that they'd like to share, otherwise I'm going to um, potentially close this down shortly because uh, we're trying to be more concise with the time and so that these don't drag out for uh, hours at a time. Uh, bit of our, Ken, would you uh, like to mention about uh, the space uh, on Saturday? Oh, There's yes. Especially MA. Yep. Wow. Yes. Thank you so much, Super Rare. So we've got an incredible uh, AMA tomorrow night with uh, follow on from last week's with Kurt Schilling. Um, following up this week, we'll have a live musical performance uh, by HD Music, the first NFT artist, musical NFT artist uh, on Omniflix. We'll be having a live performance with us tomorrow night, and he'll be playing a live set. Um, when I when I was listening to his music, he kind of gave me like an Eric Prids vibe. So if you like Eric Prids uh, or know who that is, then you might like to join us tomorrow night for a live set from HD Music, um, as well as an AMA. Uh, so you, won't, you know, you guys can ask some questions as well. If you know any people that are musicians or uh, musical artists that uh, want to get involved in NFTs or have questions about you know what NFTs could potentially do for them as musicians, a great person to ask is a person that's launched on multiple marketplaces, sold out on multiple multiple marketplaces throughout the cosmos. Um, it's from the West Coast. Excellent, excellent, excellent music. And he'll be playing it live uh, for, I believe, the first time on a Twitter space um, 
for him, and he'll be playing a live set tomorrow for uh, about a 20-minute set, give or take. And if you have any requests, you know, shoot him in his inbox, and you might, you might, uh, might have a surprise when he comes on tomorrow night. So, yeah, does anybody uh, have any questions uh, about anything or anything they want to share, add any of the new people in the room? I see you guys all. Um, happy to see new faces in here. Um, Entangled the cards. By the way, man, you outdid yourself with the design. They look they they look incredible. How did, can you talk about the like the design process and like um, you know how you created them? Yeah, so um, I actually did a a presentation on design one hundred and one, the the journey through Tangled Mine. I, I did a presentation the other day to um, the indigenous use of the Australian. Um, of, of Australia, of Northern Australia. So there are some young Indigenous entrepreneurs here that are trying to get into the space. And, and I prepared this um, presentation that I have a PDF of. So if anyone wants to join the Discord, uh, the Tangled NFTs Discord, I'll happily share that um, in, in one of the chats, maybe on the general or an IBC game. And you can see the entire journey that I took, the prototyping, the iteration, the, the design changes. Um, you know, the first Gen 1 was really lucky because, um, and, I, and, and Cosmos Joe actually documented this. I, I had a template made up for me by an artist on Fiverr. And I started u- u- applying my artwork to these cards. And, and halfway through, I realized that the, the template that the artist gave me was basically a ripoff of Magic the Gathering. So I had to create my own template, my own card set, and I came up with that black and gold, uh, you know, the black and gold vibe for Gen 1. But for Gen 2, I really wanted to make it cleaner, crisper, a little bit, um, just just elevate it that little bit more and, and improve the text, just take on board all the feedback. And, yeah, I think I have about 50 different versions or iterations that kind of look a bit weird and I might release some on Twitter just to show how, how, how the wide range of um, variations. Um, the cards were the hardest part. I, I, the, the artwork and the layering, uh, that's just a fun, creative part for me, you know, utilizing AI, utilizing layers, photography, special effects, uh, going into the, sh- to a illustrator and, uh, video editing software and just kind of layering everything and just playing around with it. That's the fun part for me, but really getting the design down when you're, when you're looking at the text, the proportions, um, what, what cues you need to do. So when you look at the battle card now versus a utility card, there's a different orange sheen to it just to make it obvious that it's a utility instead of a battle card. You know, there's a lot of little design cues that, um, take a lot of time and, and planning and a lot more complicated than doing the artwork itself. So if anyone's interested in that, um, I'm happy to share that as a resource and hopefully it can help any other creators in the space, particularly solo artists that are trying this out for the first time. How did you um, like go about the collaborations and implementing that work? Did, did, they ju- did you give them like a, t- a template to work from like, in terms of like, what, like uh, what, how you need the artwork to work or how did that come about? Yeah, so the collaborations, I reached out to 
uh, a lot of the artists that um, I, I love following and um, I asked them for their artwork. So the first thing I did was ask for permission. You know, would they be willing to collaborate with me? Would they allow me to reinterpret their artwork into the IBC space? And it was just this exploration of reinterpreting the images in, into the IBC game universe and then providing that feedback loop. So submitting them for approval, giving them back to the original creators or the original artists and asking them, you know, is, is this okay? Are you okay with this? And um, fortunately, a lot of the collaborators were very helpful, um, provided really good feedback. And um, funnily enough, uh, Maria from Women from Cosmos, she released her collection as well. A lot of the huntresses and a lot of that complete lore that just intertwine and converge with mine. So she had dark fantasy, cosmic fantasy, and she was really exploring um, uh, more depth to her characters. And, um, and that just fit right in with the cosmic universe, the IBC game universe. So please go, if you can, try to find the um, WFC slash Tangled NFTs uh, collaborations. I think they're going to go pretty quickly. But also, you know, if you look at the knots, the Vikings, uh, Viking Village, Wads, it's all, it was all just an, an amazing and, and really fun process. And it's really nice to create something that is owned by someone else, like the IP, the idea. It's owned by another person, another artist. And you give that back to them and say, hey, is this okay? Do you, are you, do you approve of this in, in my design language? And they were overwhelmingly positive and I really enjoyed the collaborations. I'm sure they enjoyed working with you, man. Uh, it's been tremendous working with you on, uh, on helping you um, get this project into a, into an, into an, into a game form. Uh, and it's been an honor to work with you on that. And I cannot wait to see uh, where this goes once you have an actual uh, you know, web app where people can go on and play and, you know, play the game in a fraction of the time, amount of time it takes to play, um, you know, through Discord the way we have been. Uh, and I think it shows the the fact that you've actually built something that, you know, people want to participate in because people, if they didn't want to participate in it and weren't enjoying themselves, I don't think you'd have, you know, uh, a bunch of busy people playing the game and, you know, participating in it and trying to, help you make it as great as possible uh, through the community as you do. So that is, uh, you, you can pat yourself on the back for that one uh, since I can't do it for you. Hi, Maria. You've got your hand up, so I just thought I'd mention ah, yes. that. <laughs> no, I just wanted to add that uh, from my end, like I couldn't ask for a cooler collab ever. Like I'm obsessed about the car you created from my ladies. I know maybe I am not objective, but Seriously, they are so cool. They came up so beautiful. I mean, the entire collection is looking dope, I have to say. And yes, go and check them, but please uh, leave one for me because I'm coming to buy my own car, okay? Yeah. No, please check them out. You know, Maria, unfortunately, I didn't, you know, I gave her one copy only and she had to give away one of her girls. Um, that's <laughs> the sad thing. Um, but, you know, she she can go try to find it on the on the market. Um, Maria was one of the artists that paid a lot more close attention to the collaborations. And she actually saw maybe three versions of the cards 
Um, she saw how I iterated. She saw how I developed them. Uh, you know, they didn't look like they did originally. You know, they look completely different. And she has records of them, of the process. So it's not just a one-off. It took, it probably took about four four weeks to do one of the, one of the cards um, because you just keep tinkering with it. You keep going back, and I'm glad I did because they they ended up so so well. So any you know anyone in this chat, please. IBC game really easy to pick up. It's very easy if you if you like playing card games. I have a free sample deck, so I think that's the one thing that people don't realize is you don't have to purchase the NFTs to play. I have a sample deck. It'll have some from Gen 2, some from Gen 1, and, and the community is amazing. Like Ken's there, Maria's there, uh, Chris is there, Flix, Cosmos Joe, you know, they're not always available, but reach out to them. They're always willing to have a game when they're available. And, um, you know, come and join the IBC game uh, family. And I, I cannot thank you enough for uh, I, the fact that you put my uh, myself and my dog in the game is like, I will never forget that. Uh, and I will never sell that card. Uh, so I appreciate that very much. It means a lot. Um, and you're a, you're a fine gentleman to work with. I had to put you in there, Ken. I had to put you and Manny <laughs> in there. That's, that's part of the IBC law. That's part of the fabric, the cosmos. Uh, no, I, I appreciate it very much. Uh, and it literally, like, it could not look more like him. The, the entire community was in shock when, when you tweeted that you got hit in the head that day and you're in hospital and, you know, you're lucky to be alive. And, you know, that, that wasn't just like a, a thing that I was trying to bring out and make up a story. It was like, no, like, like your dog saved your life. You know, Manny I, I, saved your life. Essentially, uh, I mean, it, 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 yeah, I guess in a way, well, in a, in a way, I, I can't, I don't really know. I think we just saved each other in that sense because if I wasn't trying to like walk towards the sidewalk to get out of his way or get him out of the way, like I, I could have been further to the left and then uh, I would have uh, been really screwed. But um, but yeah, that, that that's uh, that that feels like a very long time ago, but it's really not that long not not that long ago. So if anyone wants to find out uh, what we're talking about, go onto the listings uh, for interplanetary battle cards. Try to find Guardian. So Ken is talking about Guardian, and it relates to um, a scenario where that this cosmic dog is trying to navigate this electric terrain, and it's very complicated and dangerous but there's someone that looks like ken that saves him and they save each other and it's it's a play on what happened there so um i, I always want to kind of put a little bit of the story into the game and I, I you know that's just my thing is i like to put real happenings into ibc game so that one day regardless of whatever anyone thinks whatever wherever the game goes it's still a bit of history there on the blockchain. And I think at some point, you know, you, you got to put together a, um, you know, like an actual, like a, you know, a, a physical video or storyline of the game. Uh, I think that would be incredible uh, from like a, just an aesthetic perspective, just seeing like the whole game in like a, 
almost like the actual game being played in like a if it was a video game uh, where it was like a you know like a Fable Two kind of game where you have like the the Flix fanatic coming through and like he's playing in the game of the IBC world and have like, that whole world come to life. I think that would be incredible. I definitely would love to do that one day. You can see, you know, to the extent of my capacity, I try to um, create those visuals. I try to create some uh, drama through some of the videos that I create. You know, they're only short, one-minute little highlight videos, just little snippets of what the uh, the universe could look like. And I think with some resources and uh, a fine animation team, I could direct definitely... Um, a, a, a cartoon or a video or an animation that really extracts a lot of that lore out because it's all in the cards. It's all in my head. It's all on the documentation I have, you know, in my folders about what this universe is and the type of characters and the factions, you know, it's all starting to build. You, you have, you know, hyper-intelligent cats. You have the anti-cosmos, the dark energies, the Titans, the re, re, Regen reju, Rebels and the re, Rejuvenators. Uh, you have the Akashians in the sky. Uh, you have the Omniflix Omnibots that are constantly fixing, fixing, fixing. You know, it's like this amazing world in my head that I just can't put all in the cards. Uh, but, you know, it's all there. So one day, you know, when the time is right and I have enough resources and time, it, it's definitely there. If, uh, if I can ask, where does the Genesis General uh, get the inspiration from? Do you really need to ask me that, Ken? Or are <laughs> you just extracting a question? Um, everyone check out Genesis General. Uh, we have quite a dominant champion in the IBC game universe. His name is FlixNZ. He's the general, all right? He's undefeated in all the formal tournaments, all the endorsed tournaments, he is undefeated. The closest person that's ever come to beating him is Cosmos Joe. And I think that, I think even Cosmos Joe is looking back and he could have done a few things a little bit differently, but he's the general, he's the guy. So in the IBC game space, he's the dominant character that has saved the Cosmos from the, uh, the anti-Cosmos, the dark energy and the dark Titan. So he's the one that was the savior in Genesis 1 after the Great War. And he now commands a cosmic army that, you know, that has all of the ut utility, the utensils, the power. And so that's the character that we're, we're taking flicks into Gen 2. He's the general. He's the guy. But there's also a little bit of, um, of two-face going on there. So if you look at his design... You know, he's a general, he has power, but has power corrupted him? You know, has he, <laughs> is he, is he focused on the greater good of the cosmos or is he consumed with power? So, you know, we can't give him all, all the benefits. We can't just turn him into this uh, beloved 100% character that everyone loves. You've got to create that drama. And, you know, some people are rallying around him, you know, women from cosmos, cosmos Joe, the hacker, the rebellion, they're all coming around and they're trying to, where they're trying to take over, they're trying to disrupt the general's plan. So, you know, we can go on all day. This story, I didn't make it up. It's happening in real time. Um, now, the thing that I found really funny, uh, the utility for Birth of Adam 2.0. Imagine 
the utility is extract. Yeah, look, I'm not going to comment too much on that. <laughs> okay. Um, you can take it in a whole bunch of different ways, but Atom 2.0 initially was going to be a different utility. And then you saw what happened with it. And so I thought I needed to change the utility a little bit. But let's not delve too much into that. You can kind of, you can come up with your own interpretations of what that means. But, you know, extract in game might be very useful. I think it might. Um, now, the last question I'll ask you is, so I'm looking at like uh, Fortis Fortress. This one has an attack of three, an attack and a defense of two. As a player, why would I buy that one instead of one that has like an attack of like, you know, six and three? So I think the thing that I realized in the thing that I realized in Genesis one in, in season one is that even your mid to lower tier cards find their way to some use. So whether it's during the staking round, if you want to, you know, if you get a, if you get a starter deck that doesn't have a lower card and the only available card on the market is a Fortis Fortress, uh, or alternatively, if you counterplay your opponent. So one of the, uh, scenarios that we've seen this is you contemplate or or you preempt your opponent is going to uh, utilize a certain type of uh, certain type of like strategy. So they could be super aggressive. They might have extremely uh, strong cards, and and you know this and you anticipate this. So what you do is you you add a couple of weaker cards to your deck and you implement a swap as a utility. And then you swap around your weaker cards for them. And you, you know. Oh, wow. That's devious. It, 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 you know, it's not always, I don't know exactly how you would deploy it, but having some weak cards in there, especially if they're, what if they do it to you? What if, what if they've, um, trying to extract and some some of your remaining cards are um you know a, a lower level i don't i'm not entirely sure there are so many different variables and we've just created i think 10 cleaner newer utilities that are in the manual so version 4.1 uh there's that entire page full on how to apply the utilities and i think everyone's going to be exploring those over the next couple of months and when when IBC Battle Card Game Grant Program? As in when I'm going to do a grant program or when someone else is going to give me some grant program monies? <laughs> Touche. Uh, both. Uh, well, look, like, uh, like I've already said, I already reserve. So as part well, no, of the I mean, IBC... What I mean by that is, like, so I, I can see people trying to, like, you know, um, is this game in a, in a sense where like someone could potentially like license the you know the concept of it from you and build out like another like world of the IBC game, or is that something that you wouldn't allow? Yeah. So look, the way that it's developing at the moment, we spoke about this the other day, Ken. Um, things are developing in a, in a quite a decentralized way. The, the game has been built from scratch. It's really being 
grown and evolved like through my ideas but also really heavily weighing on community feedback and the direction it's heading at the moment is heavily influenced by the support that i'm getting from omniflix so um you know if there is another idea the whole bunch of other creators or projects that want to implement ibc game or or you know leverage off it and and maybe create their own collections i'm always open to it as long as it makes sense you know everything that we're doing and the way that i price the uh collection at the moment it's all just to ensure there's a bit of a sustainability about it you know there's we can grow it we're not trying to we're not trying to overcharge we're not trying to create this like artificial value we're really just trying to grow the community in a sustainable way grow the scene um have people enjoy the game and then slowly build it in the way that everyone enjoys it and if we need to evolve the game and and have new people creating new collections and doing their own thing as long as it fits within the parameters and it doesn't break the game and change all these dynamics as long as it's true to the core game and and people want to try different things of course I'd more than happy to consider any any of those types of proposals you know as long as they're not trying to rug they're not trying to do anything for the community they're not trying to extract value and focus on revenue making I'm always open to that I would always be open to it well, Tangled, you have done a yeoman's job uh, with this uh, with this collection. It looks incredible, and I cannot wait to see how quickly um, they'll be on the resale market uh, or held forever, um, depending on what people want to do with it. But uh, I think I'm going to do what Super Era did and pop a couple of these on the auction market and see um, you know, what, what people do with it. I'm very much looking forward to playing a game against somebody now as well. By the way, I just put a bid on one of the auction pieces. I, I love this auction feature. This is fun. There's so much, and it's like you can do in Juno, you can do in Osmo, you can go in Adam. I mean, this don't is forget Chihuahua. Like whole, yeah, and Chihuahua, of course, Chihuahua, and, and more going to be added too. So, um, anyway, shout out to Wendy. She was here earlier um, in the audience. Um, she talks about IBC and Adam. But um, anyway, and thank you, Joe, the awesome Joe, who keeps us updated on what's happening. And and you know what? Everything is just real in the Cosmos ecosystem, right? Even if we don't like something, we hear about it. So to me, that's awesome. Nobody gets snuffed out. Opinions get heard. And, um, and, and just to see what happened with Adam 2.0 is a testament that everybody can speak and um and people you know made their opinions heard and and we saw what happened so i love what is happening because you know whether it's the joes speaking up and and you know what that whole joe thing blew me away it's like people who are not into nfts or crypto would have no idea about the insanity of what's going on and um and so this is a really great response to the rug pulling the shady shit that happens and 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 we just like to say in the cosmos ecosystem we keep checks and balances on each other the smallest thing that happens we hear about it so thanks so much everybody for speaking your mind the, the gossip queens of the cosmos baby that's 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 it what else we got up here um all right well i believe that it is now 10 30 on the east coast uh, unless anybody else has anything they would like to add, uh, we're going to go ahead and bring the shutters down and 
It's been a lovely, lovely day with, uh, with you guys. Very excited for Tangled. Congratulations again, buddy. Um, if anybody else has anything they want to share really quickly before we head on out of here, request the mic, and I will toss it in your direction at lightning speed. And otherwise, I will say goodbye to all of my friends up here and all of my friends in the audience. And I wish you all the most wonderful weekend possible. Um, and hopefully it's not too cold in your neck of the woods, but if it is, just get a scarf, wrap it around, you know, keep yourself warm. Um, don't want to get that Corona rebound. Um, Can I ask you a favor? Could you like end the spaces with your music sometimes? I just really love your music. And, um, anyway, sorry to interrupt, but it would be so awesome if you would do that. If that's not too much to ask, maybe the next time. That is not too much to ask, Andy. I appreciate that. Um, I will do that for you, absolutely. And on that note, if I can get it up fast enough, oh Jesus, I'm not going to say that again. Um, if we can get that music on fast enough, it might even be right now. Um, I thank you very much, everybody, for joining, and you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend.
I forgot that I make really long songs. Uh, that was nine minutes and 30 seconds. I apologize, everybody. Um, no, th- thank you. Brilliant. It was like a concert. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. I, that means uh, that means more than you know. Thank you. Well, everybody, you have a great weekend. And thank you for sticking around for that. Um, I appreciate you all. Uh, and congratulations again to you, Tangled. And to the Flix Fanatics for putting together a beautiful mint fest for all of our creators. Uh, love you all. You have a wonderful weekend. And I will see you again tomorrow with HD Music live uh, with his DJ set and AMA tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, right back here on the spaces of Twitter. Thank you, Elon. Shouts out to Elon Musk. Have a great night. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was In the Studio, episode 29, hosted by the OmniFlix Network, recorded on Friday, December 2nd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IDC enabled. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handed reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastising to digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move change the view just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop picking at the dinner finger licking like the plate is good so kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two